Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comments and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm in the studio with Chris Marsh and Brianna Reich. And we're here to talk to you about how to make the best decisions about your financial future. Now, every week when we do our program, we basically have three parts. The first part is what we refer to as retirement update. The second part is tactical asset management. And the third part is news you can use. Now, in the first part of the program today, in retirement update, we're going to try and talk about the biggest mistakes that people make in their life, basically segmented, you know, so people, they're first starting out in their 20s all the way up until their 60s. Now, when you are the youngest, when you're just getting started in life, let's say in your 20s, probably the biggest mistake that most people make is they just are too conservative. Uh, We find that, again, when we sit down and talk with people in that, when we get the chance to talk to people, they have a tendency to think that their money is gonna disappear. So they have a tendency to put all their money in the bank or just set that set aside. Yeah, what we see is uh, many studies have been done on millennials and what we're finding is that they are um, very risk averse. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons why that could be. Um, I'm sure a large part of it has to do with the fact that they've grown up uh, living through 2007, 2008, 2009 and seeing their parents struggle through their uh, financial woes when the Great Recession happened. So that's probably fresh on their mind and it makes them more leery about investing in the stock market. It makes them more leery about um, what's gonna happen with their money in the future. Well, and also when you're in your 20s, it's extremely important to find that balance of um, paying off your student loan debt, which kind of segues into your 30s as well. It's, do I pay off the loan? Do I put money in my 401k? And you're very protective of your money. And so you have to make those decisions um, during your 20s on paying down that student loan debt, putting money into your 401k, getting that employer match, but then also making sure you're taking enough risk early on and stashing as much as you can early on because later once you kind of get into your 30s and 40s as we're going to talk about you're now having other expenses that take precedence over saving so i mean the biggest issue as i find is that in everybody we talk to is that we try to create balance for them and balance is different for every client and what you want to end up we, we want to help clients finish well and that means as they go through life there is going to be um, debt there's going to be obligations there's going to be life events So as you get into your 30s and your 40s, we have all different issues here because people are forming households at that point. And whether or not you buy or you rent, you start to get, you have, you get marriage, you have children, all those things. Children are expensive, aren't they? Extremely expensive. Yeah, Chris and I both have kids and we know that, you know, you want to start, you want to save as much as you can, but 
these little expenses keep creeping in. And not only that, but it's the pressures of society around you to constantly, you know, keep your kids active and they have to be in all these sports and they have to be, you know, at all these uh, different events and different things that cost us money. Yeah. And I know for me, um, I have uh, I have three children and all three of them now are in different activities, two in baseball, one in playing flag football. I've got one who's a gymnast and each of those different activities comes with a, a different cost. And, you know, as they grow older and as they they mature in the sports that they're playing, uh, they may have a propensity to be very good at that. And so society says, well, if they're going to be if they're going to be good at it, you might as well push them towards it and help them to be the best that they possibly can be. So keeping up with the Joneses is kind of expensive, isn't it? Yes. So Absolutely. Every, even if you're not, even if that's not a priority of you, exactly. exactly. Keep up with the, it just yep. kind of naturally happens. And then on top of that, for the 30s, you know, when you're having children, and that is what the educational needs way mm -hmm. down the road. Mm -hmm. So we have to find that balance as well. It's right. keeping the household together, keeping the kids into things, and also, pre you know, preparing for the future. Yeah, and I think I think one of the biggest mistakes that most young families make is they try to big a they try to buy a house comparable to their parents maybe, mm -hmm. and they end up being house poor. Yep. Because that can be, I mean, again, I, I've told my children that acquisition of the home is the lowest cost of the deal. Because once you buy a home, you have all the other aspects of home ownership that's involved with it, right? I mean, yeah, you have you have the maintenance, you've got property taxes, you've got uh, you got to furnish it. You have to furnish it. Yeah. And, and utilities. Utilities and all of those things. But and, and as you said, uh, furnishing a home when you if you buy a house that is, uh, you know, at the top top end of your budget and then you try and, you know, fill that home, you're not going to want to have this really, you know, beautiful, gorgeous house and go and put. Um, you know, secondhand items inside right. of it. You want to have the nicest stuff inside, and so it's a it's a perpetual. Uh, well, it comes down cost. to be a, it becomes a pride issue. In other yep. words, you 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 want to be really proud of what you're living and how you're living, but you can be you can get out of balance so quickly, and all of a sudden now you build up credit cards or other debt to acquire things that are depreciating in value, furniture, clothes, all that stuff depreciates very fast. And long after the what I call the new smell is gone, you're still left with the debt paying it off. Yep. And we try to help our clients not get into that situation. And paying as you go, it's a hard, It's there's always this conflict, this tension between what you want and what you need to do. And it's how helping people, you know, to guide them through that process. So as we step over into the age range of, you know, the 40s, 50s, and 60s, now all of a sudden the needs start to change quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And probably the focus is what's going to happen when I finish work, right? I mean, that's really kind of the focus. I mean, all of a sudden we got the kids raised. They're maybe through school. Hopefully we don't have, we're not in a sandwich generation that we're taking care of our parents. Our kids are raised. But now we're starting to look at retirement. So if you pay too much money out in that earlier part of your life, now what happens? I mean, we've got some issues, right? Well, not only what happens is basically you've built up this lifestyle. So for all those years, for those several decades, you built up this lifestyle of, you know, maybe going out to eat or going on these vacations or taking your kids places and you're just used to spending this money. And now you're not going to work anymore and have income to offset those expenses. And so you have to figure out, can you continue this into retirement? And you know, and I think one of the biggest issues that I find is people set a date of retirement, an age, mm -hmm. and they put unusual pressure on themselves to say, 
well, I've got to retire at whatever that whatever that magic number is for them. And oftentimes we find that that, first of all, what are you going to do when you retire? Yeah, okay, what, exactly. What are you going to do? And and on the other side of it is, how do you, what, what's your life going to look like after that? I mean, from a financial standpoint, we try to back into that number. Yeah, and, and again, as Brianna just said, people, they establish a lifestyle that they want to maintain. And uh, and actually, a lot of the clients that, uh, that we deal with, they maybe have uh, not lived completely up to the lifestyle they want. They want to spend a lot of time traveling and doing the things that while they were raising their kids, uh, you know, through their 30s, 40s, 50s. They sacrificed that. They sacrificed and now they want to go and do those things. And yet they've, you know, they also wanted to pay for all of their uh, child's college and oh maybe goodness, they so for, maybe they forego uh, putting enough money in their retirement accounts just so that they can cover those college costs and now they're at a point where uh, they've reached the date that they've set for themselves to retire and yet they haven't fully funded their retirement and so now it becomes a balance of uh, trying to set reasonable expectations on how much they're going to have to spend in retirement. We hear more often than not, I just don't have enough money to do that. And if I could, if I can grab people early enough and I can sit them down and we can do budget planning, mm-hmm. and I'm talking in their 20s and 30s, do budget planning and we can capture a few dollars and what I refer to as the law of gradualism, increase it slightly. You know, not not to the painful process, but increase it slightly over time. So we go from $20 to $30, $30 to $40. So as we go through those decades, by the time that they get into their 40s and 50s and 60s, they're saving the, the proper amount to meet their overall retirement goals. Right. Everything is balanced. Everything is in balance. You want to live your life, but at the same point in time, you have requirements on your income, your assets, your time. And the whole issue of having us in your life is to help you make smart decisions as you navigate through this portion of your life. Because life is a journey. You don't wake up one day and you have all the answers to it. It just has certain things that you have to be able to deal with. That's what we do is we come alongside of our clients and help them make smart decisions about their money. If you'd like to sit down and talk with us, give us a call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. Stay tuned for our next section. We're going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner, who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirement unlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. 
Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as tactical asset management. I want to kind of bridge on to what we talked about last week regarding passive investments versus active investing. And there's been a lot of articles in the trade journals like Wall Street Journal and such over the last month or so about really enhancing passive investments, that passive money or passive investing has actually exceeded and it, it's reached out and it's actually done a better performance than active management. And I, I really want to talk about what that means. Now, active management in a lot of people's minds means that you're constantly in there every single day making changes yeah, to like the day portfolio. Trading. Day Constantly trading. trading. Now, is, is that what we do? Is that is that what active management is in our in our definition? Of that is that is not our definition of active management, and that's that's not what we're doing. We are not day traders. So, what's the difference between active management and rebalancing? So, when we, when we do a lot of rebalancing, so we look at that. But is there a difference? Is I'm just for the listening audience. I mean, is there a difference between active and rebalancing? So, yeah, I think that um, one of the one of the main things that we do is we utilize uh, some passive investment instruments uh, in order to keep costs low. So we use index funds. We use index funds. Versus the funds that are that have mutual fund managers and they, they pick within that mutual fund. They make that mutual fund up. That So they're actively managing within that fund. So we're not right. choosing that fund. We're using ones that are passively managed exactly so, and we do that because they're lower cost it costs less money. Yeah, yeah much much less money to be able to get into those funds and um, you know the biggest thing that we do is we are constantly on a day-to-day -day basis uh, we are looking at the macro economy we're looking at uh, the US economy we're trying to figure out uh, whether or not recession is coming. We're trying to figure out whether or not uh, a major dip is coming in the stock market because of earnings or whatever the case may be. So when we purchase an asset, a passive or an actively managed asset, we're putting it in the portfolio to fill a specific reason. Uh, and we can do that and still uh, actively manage it by uh, as we see times like in January of, of this year or in um, August and end of July and September of this year, those times when the market starts to turn over or, or turn south uh, for, um, you know, a short period of time, we can actually move in and, and be able to um, and study, and study, raise cash right. and things. And study after study has proved that if you rebalance your portfolio based upon Again, there's been the best of minds that have tried to figure out how to trade the, the accounts, how to trade stocks and bonds and, and make money, how to beat the system. And the best of minds have failed. All the research that I have looked at in my, in my time in this business, and I've been in this business for over 30 years, and I feel like I've rubbed shoulders with some pretty competent individuals and companies over time. The only thing that works long-term is to look at macroeconomics, to look at the major trends and rebalance. What happens in between is really just noise. Mm -hmm. So stay focused. So right now, the biggest macro event that we are dealing with are these low interest rates. The Federal Reserve is artificially driving interest rates down 
but it's distorting asset classes, right? Right. So it's made passive seem a little bit more um, shiny. You know, right. people are going towards that passive. But if we see a shift, then we could see active become a little bit more popular again. So it's kind of trying to find that balance of you can you can be invested in passive assets, but you have an active approach where you're rebalancing, you're tax loss harvesting, and you're just not being complacent. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. So, I mean, you're looking at, again, um, I think everybody, I mean, the people that we talk to and the things that we read, the journals, all the information that we receive, everybody is surprised that interest rates have remained this low for this long. Yeah. And I think I think the big issue is, is, is how long will they remain low? How quickly will they rise? And of course, we look at the macro events that would cause interest rates to rise. Right. Now, I, I, I kind of threw a joke out last week and I said, what's the difference between salad and garbage? Mm -hmm. It's timing, right? So you can you can pick something or you can pick a strategy thinking that interest rates are going to rise in the near term and that strategy will be perfect. But if interest rates don't rise, that strategy can really fall flat. So this comes back to that rebalancing, understanding how the impact of all this information or these events will affect portfolios. Yep. Everybody you talk to, everybody you talk about talk to right now says that stock prices are at their high. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you dig deeper into it, it's like it's segmented. Like certain assets are higher and they're at their high, but there's a whole segment of assets that are not have not appreciated. So the question is, will the stocks or will the emphasis roll over right. based upon certain events within the economy? Right. And what we've what we've seen is um, a part of the reason why interest rates in the U.S. have stayed so low, artificially being held down, is because if you look around the world, those interest rates are in in major um, uh, countries are so artificially low. You've got countries that have gone to negative interest rates. So in order to keep, uh, you know, our our rates um, to keep from taking down the the other countries, we can't just, you know, raise no, our was, interest if, rates. If we raise if we raise our interest rates, the cause and effect, I think Chris what you're trying to say is that our manufacturing goods, our manufactured goods are going to be really tough to sell mm -hmm. in that environment. So the strength of the dollar, I mean, folks, you're listening to us and if you're bored right now, you you ought to come into one of our investment meetings because this is the kind of stuff we talk about. And most people you spend t 5 minutes with us, they we just they glaze over. Because we talk about interest rates and the effect of the dollar and what's going to happen with long-term mortgage rates if we raise our interest rates and yet Germany drops theirs. I mean, all these things have cause and effect on a long-term economy, but it goes back down into how we make decisions and how we balance out the portfolio going forward. Now, this timing thing is really... <laughs> It, it's really the argument. And and like I said, the best of minds have tried to time the market and the best of minds have failed. The only way that I know that you can make performance work in the long run is you look at the macroeconomics and you rebalance. And that's different than day trading. That's different than making changes on a daily basis. The other key thing, too, is that you have to have your funds positioned in a way that you can make changes. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we find clients will come in and they'll have a portfolio, but it is all tied into commission-based structure. And they're tied, they can't do anything because their broker or their financial advisor has has implemented with them, but they're all commission-based structures. So it's not, you can't, it's no, there's no flexibility there, right? 
Yeah, exactly. And one of the things that uh, one of the reasons that clients uh, like what we've done is that we are not commission based. We we can uh, freely move into and out of investments uh, because we have the flexibility and and because uh, we don't have those things tied to our investments. We're fiduciaries. So therefore, when we make decisions about investments, we're not looking at commissions. We don't receive commissions. We're looking at what's best for the client based upon their their particular needs and circumstances and what's going on with the general economy. So um, if you would like to have more information about this and about how we can potentially help you in making smart decisions about your retirement as you're moving forward, give us a call, 951-684-7011. We'd like to hear from you. Stay tuned for our next section. We're going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as News You Can Use. And all of you are going to be a little bit surprised because what's going to happen with your actively managed funds probably by the end of this year? They're all going to come out with big outflows. Active funds are selling and rebalancing their portfolios internally. What does that create, guys? That creates capital gains. Which means that on your taxes, if you actually receive the capital gains, that you will be shocked at tax time when you see this number if you're not paying attention to it ahead of time. So what happens? I mean, all of a sudden you look at the fund, you're saying, my fund is still worth the same dollar amount, but all of a sudden I get this big 1099. I don't feel like I saw that money. I didn't see the money. And don't be surprised if this happens because we're warning you right now is that be prepared. And this couples in with management of your tax gains as well as your tax losses, losses right? Yep, tax loss harvesting to uh, try and keep it in balance as we've been talking about the whole program uh, to what we do is try and, and balance those things so it doesn't shock our clients when they actually um, get their 1099s. Now, if you got retirement accounts, this doesn't mean anything to you because mm-hmm. all the capital gains are mute. You don't have to pay taxes on them. It's all in taxable accounts. All in taxable accounts. Mm-hmm. But if you have a mutual fund that you've held for a long time and all of a sudden you go, this well, this fund hasn't really done that much. It's maybe up like maybe 5 6%. And then all of a sudden you get a capital gain for thousands of dollars. You're going, what happened? You could have actually losses within the fund and still end up having to pay capital gains. This has to be dealt with before year end if we're going to do anything to help offset that gain. So we have to do this tax loss harvesting, and it's basically just balancing all your accounts to come up with a zero tax or as close to zero tax as we possibly can. Listen, if you'd like to know more about this or anything else we've talked about in this program, I'd like you to give us a call. It's 951-684-7011, or just simply go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. 
Let me leave you with this from the great political pundit, Groucho Marx. Politics is the art of looking for trouble, finding it everywhere, diagnosing it incorrectly, and applying the wrong remedies. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another Another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.